¿Quién vive? Come on, come on now. ¿Quién vive? All right, here we go. Rehearse it, rehearse it. Cristo. Second one. Gloria, la victoria. Ready? Let's rehearse. Cristo, gloria, la victoria. ¿Quién vive? ¿Y a su nombre? ¿Y a sus hijos? Dios, ¿Quién vive? Aleluya. God is good. Amen. So I'll begin with a vision. There has to be a vision. Amen. Without a vision, the people perish. And uh, it's so exciting. Um, of course, uh, Pastor Dell and, and Steve were the day of the dedication of the church. And after... Oh, yeah. Uh, the children are dismissed for their class. If it was based on emotion, human emotions don't last. But if it's based on a, a supernatural vision, a man of God tells us he's going to do it, then he's going to do it. Amen. The zeal of the Lord shall accomplish it. I want to invite you guys to go ahead and go right to the word. John 2, 13. I think they're going to put it up on the screen up there. We, uh, I asked the, the leaders of the church down there if they wanted to start doing that. They said, no, we don't want people to get lazy and, and not bring their Bibles. Okay. <laughs> hallelujah. Amen. John 2, 13. Hallelujah. Glory to Dios. So good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Just such a fresh presence of the Lord. Just a fresh anointing. Cindy, do you let me dig What's your blessing? Such a blessing. God is good. Amen. I'm excited about the Lord this morning. How many want some more of this this morning? Hallelujah. Good. Good thing is he's, uh, he's never empty. Amen. He's always full. Amen. Glory to Dios. So John 2, 13. Amen. We're going to read just to verse 17 and then we're going to pray for the reading of this word this morning. Hallelujah. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand and Jesus went up to Jerusalem and he found in the temple those who sold oxen and sheep and doves Doves, pardon, and the money changers doing business. When he had made a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers' money and overturned the tables. And he said to those who sold doves, take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Then his disciples remind, remembered that it was written, zeal for your house has eaten me up. How many are in the house of the Lord this morning? How many are here in, in the Father's house this morning? I kept, I just couldn't hear anything from the Lord when we were, as far as the name of the church, for the longest time. And the Lord said, I'll tell you when the moment's right. I'll let you know. Amen. And so it was getting interesting. A church named My Father's House was when that first video, that picture of the, the Jericho March, amen, around the, around the property. And the Lord said, that's it. I was like, what? What is it? The name. That's the name in Spanish. I was like, wow, that's right. Amen. The Lord, the Lord confirms. So let's just go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Father, we thank you for this word. Thank you that we're in the Father's house. We invite your cleansing in us, Lord Jesus, in this house, this temple, Lord God, where you reign, 
where you are king or you are supreme. You are not just our savior. You are Lord, Father. Woo! So we come here to honor you, Father God. Woo! We come here to glorify you, Lord Jesus. And we just say anything in, in us that's not pleasing to you, not glorifying to you, out in the mighty name of Jesus. We invite you to take control. We want you to have your way, Father God. We get out of the way this morning and say, Lord, we invite you. We invite you to have your way, to have supremacy, Father God. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what you tell us to do. It doesn't matter if it's going to make us uncomfortable, Father God. Lord God, we are here to say, Father, we want to do it. We want to do your will and not ours, Father God. It doesn't make matter how long it's going to take us to accomplish it, Father God. Lord God, the zeal of the Lord shall accomplish it, Lord. You will accompany us. You will, God, anoint us. You will give us the power to overcome, Father God, Lord Jesus, and you will keep us uh, focused on a vision, Father, a clear vision to do your will, Father God. And we thank you for that, Father. We want to do your will, Father God. Thank you for this word and thank you for this passion that is here this morning, Lord God. Thank you that you are consuming fire, Lord Jesus, and you never stop burning, Father, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah! Amen. Gloria a Dios. Woo! Gloria a Dios! You know, uh, all the time, uh, you know, people read the scripture and, you know, Jesus taking some desperate measures, some drastic measures, right? <laughs> I mean, all the time, I've got to drive out animals myself out of the churches and missions down there, by the way. The other day in, uh, in the mountains, there was this cow, little little calf. Oh, so cute, right? No. No. <laughs> no. That calf went up to the back end of the little little church room sanctuary, if you want to call it, and did its business right there. Out in the name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> and it seems like every every Sunday I've got to kick out these certain dogs at the church in Jerez that just they want to be in the house of the Lord. They know where the good stuff is. Amen. During the, the pandemic, all that stuff, we we wanted to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Those animals get it better than we do. But you know, it was interesting. The Lord, when the Lord spoke to me for uh, at the end of 2019, for 2020, he's, he specifically said that this year he was going to be cleaning house. This is going to be a, a year of cleaning house. So, you know, okay, purifying his church, you know, et cetera, et cetera, preparing his bride for his second coming. Um, and then, uh, whoa, we get hit in, in March with this whole thing, right? Cleaning out the whole world. <laughs> Hallelujah. We all had to adapt, right? By the way, these things are comfortable. And it's perfect. You will have the little mask right here in the little pocket. <laughs> Come down to Zacatecas. I'll hook you up with one of these guayaveras. <laughs> well, you know, he says it's not going to be a house of merchandise, a den of things. Negative. My house. Mi casa. You think that's hardcore? Look at the Old Testament stuff. Go to like Numbers 25. Uh, go just, I'll just leave that as a homework and not even get into that one. Second Samuel 6. Some of the stuff he had to do back in the Old Testament. The important thing is that Christ had a zeal, a passion for the things of the Lord, for the holiness of God. That's one aspect of, right, of doing the work of the Lord, walking out our own salvation in fear and trembling. Amen. Do you have a passion for that? To live in holiness of, uh, holy for a God who is holy. Amen. In obedience to our Father. And whatever He asks us to do, it says He has a zeal for that. Amen. We should have a zeal for, uh, seeing the lost be saved. Amen. 
What happened to that? What happened to the zeal to see the, the sick be healed in Jesus' name? Oh no, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get sick or I'm gonna get them sick. Oh, come on. You know what I tell every single time, every single Sunday, whoever comes into the, the doors of this room will be healed instantly in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to Dios. No fear here, amen? COVID cannot come in the new covenant in the name of Jesus, amen, hallelujah. It is not allowed. Amen. Oh, no, it's not, not, I didn't hear enough amens on that. You think it's okay? You think it's okay for COVID to come in here? To take control? I see a God here who had a zeal and he had, he had a, he had a, an objective to do. He accomplished that. Now he's seated on the throne and he is in control, amen? And if he says there's no more COVID, he's going to have the final word. But in God's house, in his house, I don't think so. Hallelujah. Glory to Can be me. Glory to Dios. I tell that every morning, do not be afraid. Of course, we should be respectful. As short we should adhere to what we have to hear. Okay. If the church says, let's put on the mask until we get to the seat, let's do it. Let's be respectful and mindful of others. But as far as the disease and all that, the control, I don't think so. We're in a, we're in a spiritual battle, people. Amen. What happened to our God is greater. Oh, come on, people. No, there's no fear. Perfect love casts off all, all, all fear. So if there's fear in you, there's a problem. So what happened to our zeal? The, the word zeal itself is zealos. Zeal, eagerness, ardor, keenness, fervency, zealotry. For whatever it is God tells us to do, it's going to be good, right? Whatever he tells us to do is going to be good. Do we agree with that? It's going to be perfect. Amen? I didn't know how to build a church. I had no idea. Like, I'm an evangelist, people. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the spiritual builder. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the Lord told us to do it and confirmed it and in many ways that we're supposed to do this, to build this church in Jerez. La casa de mi padre, my father's house, Jerez. Wow. I, again, I mean, there was a lot of that nervousness. Not so much the fear, but the, I have no idea what to do with this contractors or subcontractors, you name it. I have no idea. Per- building permits. <laughs> no clue. Amen. But I'm glad we trust on him. I'm glad it's not dependent on me. Amen. If it was dependent on me, the zeal or uh, the steps and all everything dealing with it would, would have been a failure a long time ago. Amen. But when he tells us to do it, he gets us excited. He stirs us up, gives us that vision. And as we go, faith, uh, uh, the just shall live by faith. That's a day-to-day thing a lot of times. Okay, I don't this next project. And every single time, uh, Pastor Cornell could tell you, Pastor Dell could tell you, every time we'd get to the next project of the physical construction, as you guys saw the, the development stage in that video, the Lord would tell us what to do in the next stage. And he, and he, okay, here's the amount you need. Here's the resources you need. Here's how you're going to do it. And then we just put it out before, before the Lord and, and the Lord will provide every step. He does that, right? Amen. So you get excited. Okay. I was excited about the end goal. What we want to say this morning, I was excited about there was going to be an end goal to this. Telling Pastor Cornell that uh, eventually we're going to build a, uh, buy the building next door that we rented for two years that we now use for the kids club and for, uh, uh, children's classrooms. But the actual structure is found on a solid rock. Christ, I say it, amen. It's like three times the rebar on the, on the columns that are supposed to be there. So it's actually in the plans that should go up for three, three floors. Amen. My God is great. I serve a great God, a big, a big, big God. Amen. My father's house. But every, you know, every step he would get excited again. 
he would get us excited after we finished that step for the next step. Isn't that the way it works in our own personal lives with Christ? Amen. Hallelujah. And it's good, so good that he never stops getting excited. Amen. And he never stops being passionate. I don't know what happened to a lot of people this 2020, but it seems like a lot of people went cold. Amen. Went cold to COVID. What happened to Christ and you, the hope of glory? Guys, if we don't have faith, what are they going to, where are they going to have faith in? If we don't have hope, what are they going to have in? Christ and you, 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 every one of us, every one of you, the hope of glory. We have something to offer them. Amen. Hallelujah. Good thing he's a consuming fire and his fire never burns out. Amen. The burning bush. Christ zeal. The important thing here, guys, is that we were all dependent on God. We all want to be refilled by God. And we need to recognize that we don't have to go to the conference to acquire the fire. We can get the fire now. He's a consuming fire. He's already lit the flame. You just don't need to fan it, keep it, keep it burning. But we don't have to go to the conference to acquire the fire. Amen. We can, we can have the fire now and we should keep it burning. How are we going to do that? How is that zeal, the Lord going to accomplish that in our lives? Well, Christ's zeal, we can see by his example. We're going to see that this morning. Had a source, had an objective, and had a goal. I'm going to go just a little farther right there in John 2. We don't have to, to flip open your Bibles, really. Just, um, well, there's a few pages. John 4, or you can just listen in. John 4, 31. So let's talk first about that source of his zeal. The source of our zeal as the body of Christ. In the meantime, his disciples urged him saying, Rabbi, eat. You know, he just uh, uh, given the, the living water to the um, the Samaritan woman, etc., etc. So they come back from the city. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. Therefore, the disciples said to one another, has anyone brought him anything to eat? Uh, was it you, cousin? Was it you, brother? Was it you, disciple? Uh, uh, sister? <laughs> um, uh, who gave him something to eat? He already, he says he already ate and who, so he goes, Jesus said to them, my food to do, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. I'm going to invite you to make that statement with me this morning. Amen. My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. All right, Shalom, bring up those two items that are underneath my seat right there, real quick. Underneath the seat, there's a couple items there that I'm going to bring up real, real quick. Hurry, 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 hurry. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Who wants this? I saw a couple hands. What about this? I was, I was in... I was impressed. Dad even went with like this vanilla, uh, white version. I was like, Dad, I don't know where you found that. That's what, <laughs> it looks good. Amen. So what's the little statement on this? What do they say as far as a sprite? Like the commercial and the little, you know, the, the obey your what? Okay. We saw the Samaritan woman. That's all she had. That's all she lived for was going, um, uh, you know, those trips to the well and that was her thirst. That was all she had. But sprite, you know, obey your thirst. Snickers, what do they say? It satisfies, right? Amen, that's right, yeah. Which we know isn't, which isn't true, because tomorrow you're wanting another one, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, in a minute, we're going to distribute those if anybody wants. So, yeah, obviously, we, he, you know, he gave that lesson. <laughs> Cornell. <laughs> obviously, he gave her that lesson, you know. 
that uh, her life, there was more, something more out there. He was it. It was something eternally satisfying, amen, that he could offer the living water, amen. Well, you know, I think a lot of people got depressed, even Christians this year, because what consumed them, the only thing really they lived for really wasn't going to church, really wasn't uh, the relationship with the Lord, really wasn't, quote, doing the will of the Lord. It was uh, whatever they wanted, right? When the movie theaters were closed down, the sports, even Big 12 was threatened. Poor people in California. I'm going to see you. Pray for you. Act 12. They still don't know. If that's what motivates you, if that's what consumes you, if that's what, like we see in the word here, eats you up, then you're going to be disappointed. Amen? If it's the ministry itself, it's if it's even the project itself, if that what motivates you, that's your zeal, then you're going to be disappointed. If it's a brother in the Lord, amen? <laughs> if it's your, quote, church. But if it's Christ, amen, hallelujah, then all, hallelujah, we'll never be disappointed. Amen? Of course, he gives us the vision. He gives us the bigger picture. He reminds us there's an end product to it all. Amen? There's a heaven that awaits. Amen? Seeing that I haven't seen, ear haven't heard, etc., etc. How about some streets of gold people? Come on here. Amen. Hallelujah. But in the meantime, we know he's the author, finisher of our faith. We need to keep our eyes back on him, et cetera, et cetera. We know it's all going to be worth it in the end. We know that we desperately grown to be with him. Amen. Hallelujah. Soon. But meanwhile, he refreshes us daily. He gets us through day by day. Amen. Because if not, he told those 5,000 that came back the next day. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life. So the point is, people, the zeal of the Lord that will accomplish it has to have that element of spiritual discipline. Amen? And the Lord's just confirming his word all over with the word that sister just shared right now in the prayer, the pre-prayer. Mm. His daily bread. Amen? Man shall not live by bread alone. Amen? Every word, every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. Daily prayer and praise. How's that going? You remind this morning. It's confer- triple confirmation now this morning. And daily filling of the Spirit. Amen? You know, uh, those of us who are in the Spirit, even with secular activities that the Lord has us in, the Lord knows that Lord, we understand that the Lord has us there for a divine appointment, for a divine purpose, divine reason. Amen? And even in that, we recognize God, we invite God, we partner with God to do those things. One of the things I do is I uh, try to do, I try to, you know, going on 12 years now, uh, do my um, run at least three times a week. Amen. <laughs> Beat this body into submission. Submission. Amen. Keep that discipline going on. And so I always make it a point to find a little corner, a little place before I do my run, the, the track there. To find a little place to kneel before God, invite Him, His strength, and also just His presence to be poured out as I pass, I run around the passerbys, et cetera, et cetera. You know, people to be healed, set free. You know, all that good stuff, presence of God, all that good stuff. And if I forget, which hasn't been too many times, like <laughs> praise the Lord, the Lord reminds me, and I go back and I find a spot. Not for anybody to look at me. Like I said, I try to find a corner because I'm not trying to. I'm just. I need God. I need God. I depend on God. This body depends on God. This body, this this servant of the Lord is thankful for my healing six years ago of gout, arthritis, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. 
And a lot of times we remind them, hey, you remember when you had that struggle four years? Yeah, back and forth. And you were healed and you wanted to, you wanted to run again. And yeah. Amen. He told me it was going to happen. He didn't say, he didn't say it was going to be four years though. And that's where the perseverance and the faith just had to rise up on those moments of anguish. Oh, when I'd have those flare ups and it was bad. But I always tried to remind, I always uh, make it a point to invite God to do that and uh, to help me out. You know, his supernatural strength. I depend on him. And I love what Romans 9, 16 says about that. So then it is not of him who wheels nor of him who runs. In this case, <laughs> physically, amen. <laughs> but of God who shows mercy. When we keep that in mind, that changes our perspective, changes everything. It's all about him. I need him in this, this thing. And so if, if we're in an uncomfortable situation right now with having to do online school, I don't like it with, honestly, I personally bless all the homeschool families. Wow. The patience and the, and everything you do. Bless you, brother, sister, in the name of G. <laughs> My kids aren't used to that, but that's what we're having to do. So what do you do? We invite God in the process. Okay, Lord, uh, change my heart, my attitude about it. Because I'll be honest, you know me. I'm not happy with this. <laughs> this is the same. <laughs> but I understand this is your will and purpose for me now. I'm going to I'm rejoicing you, uh, uh, even in this moment, always, in this other moment that I don't really feel like doing it. <laughs> but I understand, okay, you have me here for now. And so when we pray and we invite God and we change our hearts and we just and say, Lord, help me today. Help me today. Be with me today and, and get me focused today. Everything changes, right? No matter where, what it, wherever, whatever it is. And even we get excited about it. You know, I just realized how much time we've had with our family, with our children, that from uh, March and they shut the schools down and they don't have them open. They probably won't open all year long. We're just, we're accepting the reality that that's probably what's going to be in Mexico all year long. What do I do? I complain about it or just praise him and say, Lord, thank you. Okay. For some reason, you've allowed this. We've had more time with our family, our children than we've ever had before. Kim Bebe? Okay. So I, I, it's a choice, right? So I choose to invite him to change my heart and fill me. Okay. Lord God, you're in this. Obviously, you have me here. So you're in this. Amen. Hey, man. Hallelujah. Glory to Dios. So. The objective, the objective of our zeal, obviously, is the, the Great Commission. Amen. And each one of us, our spiritual gifts being manifested and activated. How's that going? Amen. Making disciples, advancing his kingdom, loving on people. You know, I've always tried to keep it simple with our, our ministry, evangelizing, discipling, and church planning. So he always, he reminds us of those things. Even if we tell him, even though we have it written down, sometimes we forget, right? What is the objective? So we have our source, and now what he reminds us, this is what you're supposed to do, and there's going to be end product to it, but this is the objective. This is what I need you to be doing right now. And sometimes it's not just the general Great Commission statement. It's the mission statement of today. Amen? So even if it's stuff like, for example, cleaning the church, we can get excited about it. Amen? We can be getting our praise on. Come on now, right? (laughs) If it was based on emotions, it'll end, right? But if it's based on, 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 on that source of our zeal, and then we have an objective, that's exactly what he did with Peter. Remember when he had to restore him? Hey, he had, do you love me? Do you love me? He's broken by that. You know, Lord, I can't say anything. I have to appeal to your divinity on this because you know if I'm lying. Last time I was. There's a reason why he had to ask him three times. 
Hey, didn't he deny him three times? But you know, it's really interesting that at the end of that, of course, he restores him, right? But he gives him that objective, a clear objective. He says, feed my lambs, tend my sheep. And then he says the word sheep again, feed my sheep. In other words, I had to look it up because like, uh, I really don't know the difference between lambs and sheep. I'll have to be honest. <laughs> okay, so a, a lamb is, for those of us like me and myself that didn't know, it's a one-year-old sheep. Okay, or less. She's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's a veterinarian. No, <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to Dios. So in other words, yes, evangelize. You've been doing that, some of that, Peter. You've been with me, healing the sick, uh, stay, uh, uh, casting out demons, doing some of that stuff, you know, temporarily. But hello, your real work is coming now, bro. You're not just going to uh, feed my lambs, give them a little bit here. No, you're going to tend to my sheep. And you're going to feed them also, and you're going to keep continuing them on this rock as you build my church. Hello, uh, church planning. Hello, apostle work. Hello, all that stuff that you're going to have a big responsibility for, bro. A lot of people are going to look up to you, and they need to see your faithfulness. Can I count on you? Hallelujah. Can you imagine? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> By love, he jumped out of the boat. He ran to it. Oh, swam, I mean, to his master. Oh, Hallelujah. So it's not, it's not like it's always going to be fun in the sense of the human sense of word, the way we look at it. The zeal of the Lord shall accomplish whatever it is. It's not about if we think it's fun or not. It's about being obedient and doing it. And we'll get excited about it. And it'll, in fact, it should be all joy for you if it's the Lord's work. Amen. <laughs> Even to the cross. We'll talk about that in a second. But you know, Ezekiel, he told him to eat that scroll. It tastes sweeter than honey. Of course, the word, you know. Our source. But it's interesting that in John, he says, eat the little book. It was sweet as honey again, but bitter in his stomach. And he tells him why. You must prophesy again about many people's nations, tongues, and kings. In other words, it's not going to be easy. In other words, a lot of people aren't going to receive it. In other words, a lot of, uh, a lot of people, are, there's going to be a lot of persecution. A lot of people are going to go gr- give up. A lot of hearts are going to grow cold. Amen. Because sometimes the work of the Lord is Jesus loves you, and other times it's repent or there's a there's a hell of eternity that awaits you. The whole truth or Amen. Sometimes the Holy Spirit tells us to say those things. We need sometimes some people need to hear those kind of words. Amen. No, just Jesus loves you, Jesus loves you. Uh, okay. Praise the Lord for that. And if that if that works to prepare their heart to receive him and repent, you know, and et cetera, et cetera. It's all the Lord's work is what we're trying to say. No matter what he asks us to do, are we willing to do it? Even if it's uncomfortable? I'm in the pastor and elder's shoes now. It's not fun having to deal with discipline the church. Matthew 18 stuff, we never want to get to that. Amen? Oh, don't talk about that stuff. Sometimes there's just stuff you have to deal with. Amen? The enemy wants, he's going to come, he's going to use... Even Christians sometimes, you know, he's going to do whatever he can to destroy the work of the Lord. Division, you name it. Amen or no amen on that? No, it does, only happens as I can think. It's not in Stillwater. It's not like it's always fun living in Jerez, for example, with all the loud, loud, loud fireworks or people stealing your car batteries. Remember I told you guys that we got smart and we I had them do a chain around the hood just so they would stop stealing the batteries? But we know we have an end goal. We've been talking about the objective. We're going to talk about the end goal and stuff, you know. There's days 
If you ask Pastor Cornell, there's days that there's Sundays that they, oh, is it really Sunday? Amen. Nah. <laughs> you see these pictures and you see the mountain videos and all that. Every other Saturday, the two and a half hour trek up all those mount, those curves, those potholes, that dirt road. You love that one, right, Charlie? <laughs> hey, even Steve Irby got to experience that. <laughs> Man, and the big old beast, the big old whale van. Woo! <laughs> that dust coming up. There's days, there's Saturdays that come that this guy ain't feeling it. It's not about feeling it. It's about doing whatever he tells us to do. And that's why you have to get down and pray, Lord. Lord, you know, I'd rather go back to sleep right now and have some coffee and just chill it here in the in the living room. But Lord, I know you're calling me to go today. I know I have an objective today. I know I need to feed those sheep and tend to those sheep today. I know it's your will for me to go, so Lord, help me. <laughs> Get me motivated, bad baby. So my wife's like, oh, I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> just move it, make it happen. So I um, praise the Lord that the zeal of the Lord doesn't depend on us, and he motivates us, amen? But we have to do our part to invite him for whatever that is. Whew, praise the Lord. Pastor Cornell and your servant doing funerals 2020. I mean, I've done more this year than I've done in probably the whole, my whole history of, of, of as a minister. There's nothing fun about doing that. It's the work of the Lord. There's hearts that need to be comforted. People we need to stand with in those moments. Amen. Hope that needs to be uh, uh, given to those who have no hope at that moment. So I can either stay back and, uh, and and resist, or I can say, not by might, not by power, but by the spirits of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, rise me up. <laughs> the goal of our zeal is, uh, he mentions that at, uh, at the end part of that, that scripture we saw in John 2. We were talking about the cleansing of the temple, and with this we're going to end here. I think we're in time, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. I forget when I come back home and all that stuff. Hallelujah. God is good. God is good. Hallelujah. So in John 2, 19, it says, Jesus answered and said to them, destroy this temple, and then three days I will rise it up. Because they were like riled up, like what in the world is he doing in this? What is he doing here? What is he doing here? The Jesus said, then the Jews said, it's taken 46 years to build this temple, and will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking of the temple of his body. Therefore, when he had risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this to them. And they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said. In this case, Christ had a goal. He, rem- he got away from the multitudes all the time to re- refill him. Amen. Of the, of the, of the, the things of the Father, the things of above. Amen. Of the Spirit. Get out there, objective, loving people, setting people free, casting out demons, raising the dead. But there was that goal ahead of him, right? That final goal. In Hebrews 12, 12, 12 2, it says some surprising words. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. I'm going to say thank you, Jesus, this morning. Hallelujah. Who for the joy that was set before him did what? Endured the cross. Despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For me, for you, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Going to be crucified, tortured, nailed the cross. For a joy? 
It didn't seem like it was joy in the garden of Gethsemane, but here's what it says. It was joy because it motivated him to be able to purchase us by his blood. Have have us with him eternally in his presence. Amen. If it's for one, guys, we always say that. It's for one person, whatever a mission trip, quote, quote, and your Jerusalem, Judea, Samaritans of the earth. Don't we always say if it's for one, it's worth it? (laughs) To go to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. Well, what's happened? What has happened to our urgency for the lost? I'm, and this obviously, when a preacher preaches a message, it's first for him, her, first and foremost. Amen. Where's our? What happened? Is what has happened to our urgency for the lost? He doesn't stop interceding at the right hand of the Father where he's seated just because of COVID, just because of government regulations. If you want to do anything, you can definitely pray, people. Maybe pray for some labors of the harvest. <laughs> we'll take all we can get, baby. <laughs> but, uh, but a lot of people just got cold, and they just need to be lit up in Jesus' name this morning. Amen. And you'd allow the Lord to get rid of all that, all that carnal stuff that's just blocking the blessing from him. To, you'd be able to walk in your anointing and you're and to walk in those spiritual gifts and be edific, edified, edifying other believers and, and just your joy to be complete. His joy was complete and going to the cross for us. Whew. Your joy is only going to be complete when you're walking fully in, in, in his plans for you. Walking out uh, the, Lord's, uh, the Lord's will for your life and your spiritual giftings. It won't be if you're not. You know that in Christ now. In the world, you didn't do, you, you thought it was good doing that. But you knew there, were, there was a, a emptiness like that Samaritan one. You knew there was something lacking. Amen. That's why you're here today, yes or no? That Jesus is the only truth, the solution, the only answer? The only true way, truth, and the life? God will give us that clear vision when we, he can finally, when we finally allow him to eliminate all those things like he did, had to do in that physical temple. Amen? All those things that are displeasing to him. All those carnal, fleshly, arrogant things that need to get out in the name of Jesus. And then we can hear him, right? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, and then he gives us that clear picture. A lot of people aren't getting that because they're not spending time with God. My sister confirmed that this morning. Amen. Ask for a clear vision from the Lord this morning and wait on it. Maybe It might not be today. Oh, he told me to ask for it. And he said, ask and you shall receive. Maybe he's just preparing you right now. Maybe today you're not totally ready, but you will be. You will be. He's he's starting to get you stirred up again. Okay, I really don't. I honestly, brother, I hardly not even the jeptic part. Then definitely not the goal part. There's not even the jept objective going on here. Well, what's like another nothing worth than a better than a fresh start? Amen. New wineskins or old wineskin people. Let him pour fresh into you completely. Get out all that old wineskin out of the way so he can fresh poorly into you and and fully. Amen. Woo! Hallelujah. No one else can do what God has called you to do. No one else could do what Christ had to do. Amen? Now, at the same token, as the, uh, in the prayer and history, we were taught, we were, uh, it was, it was, it was mentioned that, uh, as the body of Christ, we are a team. Amen? We walk together. So much more powerful when we're together. Amen to that? However, that's why the spiritual gifts are there, and that's how each one of us individually uh, contribute to the body of Christ. 
to the completeness of the body of Christ, to the completeness of his work. You're lacking. The church is going to suffer for your sake. We're going to miss you. Amen. We're going to miss what you're doing. What you're doing is importante. Or else you take a fall like that. Glory to Dios. Hallelujah. And one thing you, you need to do also, when he gives you that vision, you need to write it down. And the book of Habakkuk said, hey, write this vision down. We for, we're forgetful. Sister wrote it down immediately. If this is what the Lord wants me to say right now, I need to write this down because I'm, I'm going to forget. <laughs> Amen? We're human. We're going to forget. Good thing he doesn't. Good thing he doesn't is the zeal of the Lord that shall accomplish that. He gives you the vision. He'll help you get it done. Write it down so you don't forget any of it. Even if it's just uh, point A, you know. Because point B and C are going to come, but uh, Z is is the end, end product, people. Amen? But he's going he's gonna to see if you're faithful with B and C, and then D will come around, what the next phase of it is. Amen? I, you know, I... I um, I'm always just uh, asking the Lord on that, you know, what is the next thing you want us to do? Pastor Cornell was asking me the day, I said, well, the next phase, when he tells me, he hasn't told me yet when to start. And, and he hasn't even specifically told me to pray towards that. But he has told me the next phase would be buying that property instead of going up. That's just an example. I'm waiting on the Lord to say, hey, now I really want you to be really specific on your prayers for that. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I need you praying for these people or praying for this thing, for this project, for this objective. Amen? If we're in the spirit, we're not going to miss it is what we're trying to say here. And when it's time for him, he'll trigger you into action. Okay, now let's start interceding specifically for that thing. Let's start being motivated towards this objective. And it makes it so, there's so much more, there's no stress with that. Amen? Because we're just being led by the spirit. Amen? We're praying in the spirit on all occasions Today's Sunday, but tomorrow Monday as well. 2020 and then 2021, we'll see. Amen. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Well, don't use that as an excuse. <laughs> amen. Please don't use that as an excuse. Amen. Cross some bridges right now. Amen. Even if it's just a puddle or something. <laughs> Kim BB! So, um, let him stir you up this morning. If he's in it, it's going to be good, whatever it is. It's going to be, uh, what was this? Obey your thirst and then it'll be satisfying, right? The word of the Lord, the, the work of the Lord is so satisfying. There's so much joy. We get so much more blessed to give than to receive. Amen. Amen or no amen on that. Some, it's sometimes hard to get motivated. But when we pray and ask him to help us do it, then we, th- that motivation just suddenly comes. It's a supernatural motivation. Amen. Sometimes my wife's like, oh, I don't have anything for the kids. And I'm like, well, what do you think you need to do about that? Go up there in the office and go get with God, sister. <laughs> get up there and close the door. Get with God. He will give you a word for the kids club today. Amen. But I, I have to, that's for me first. I have motivation. I have to get them going. Okay, pump up, pump up action. It's kids club night. Woohoo! But there's times like, I don't know, I'm not feeling the four square today. <laughs> but if it's, if it's loving people, it's worth doing. Cause love never fails. The Lord allowed us to rest this 2020 more than ever, uh, just because of the, the, the pandemic and all that. But it, I, it got me a little frustrated. <laughs> I mean, I'm an active person. I was, 
but I, I recognize God in all all things. And now I'm looking, starting to look back here. We're, we've already crossed the the, the half mark. Amen. Half, amen. Okay, Lord, wow, you've given us more time as a family we've ever had before. Give me more time as to focus on prayer than I've ever had before. Go ahead and stand up this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to Dios. Woo! God is good. Hallelujah. Be faithful with your attendance. Be faithful with your participation. Be faithful with your spiritual gifts. Por favor. What do we say in Spanish? Por favor. We don't want to beg you. Amen. Be faithful with your tithing. Amen. And the Lord gives you, you're being faithful. That's what he said with Peter. Hey, can I count on you this time? Last time it was an emotion, bro. Recognize it. You recognize it. Now here's some objectives. Here's some work you're going to do. Remember I told you before you're going to do it? <laughs> Get ready. And he says something that may be not, may, may be displeasing to some. Most assuredly I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you're old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. Signifying by what death he would glorify God. Sometimes it ain't pretty, people. And he kept telling those prophets, giving those visual pictures he had to share about the destruction of Jerusalem, bondage to Babylon and all that. It wasn't pretty. The fire, that fire wasn't pretty. Amen. The Lord times, the Lord times will tell us that even give us that information. He tells us in advance. He warns us, like in the vision of Macedonia. He warns us, hey, watch out for this. Amen. He knows what's ahead. He knows what's coming. But hey, Peter, do this while you're here. This work is for you. Get excited about it. I restore you. I love you too. It's okay. I I, I recognize those tears are authentic this time. <laughs> I see your heart. Amen. He can work on our hearts. Amen. Let's say you've been unfaithful to the Lord in any area of your life, starting with your own personal relationship, maybe your local church, your spiritual giftings, just your heart. You know it's a heart issue. It's all a heart issue. Let him clean you out this morning of all the carnal things that just are displeasing to him that you haven't been given him the priority. Mm. He is faithful and just to forgive you, cleanse you from all unrighteousness. He can restore you. You can say, hey, brother, I've, I've denied him way more than three times. Whew. Well, he can restore you the 70 times seven, whatever it is, times. Amen? He's not a man that should lie. So we just we just invite you forward. If you want to get right with God or you want to just uh, see God and say, Lord, I want to get back to um, that source of my zeal that accomplish it. I want to have a clear vision again. I want to get back and be focused again. Lord, show me, or if not, at least give me, uh, I just want to come and surrender to start it out again, Lord, so those objectives can be cleared. I can know what I'm supposed to be doing now, even if it's tomorrow, Monday. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If anybody wants to come forward, the elders and the pastors and uh, the intercessors are just going to agree with you this morning. Just take that moment. Just invite the presence of the Lord just to move you to action. If you'd want the church, your body of Christ to agree with you with anything to stand with you this morning, we just, we want to do that. We want to stand with you. He stands with us. He stood with Peter again, folks. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Father God, for forgiving us of, of our unfaithfulness, Father God. Thank you for being willing, Father God, to shed your blood for us on the cross. And today, cleanses us from righteousness. Today, renew us. Today, make a right spirit, renew a right spirit with us, Father. Within us, Father, in Jesus' name. Gracias, Father, because you give us work. You've included us in this, Lord Jesus. You've decided to give the great commission to your church to allow us that joy, that honor of serving, that honor of evangelizing, that honor of discipling, Father God, and advancing your kingdom, that honor of church planning, Father, of doing your will, Lord God, that honor, Lord God, of receiving this uh, supernatural spiritual gift from Father from from above, or you're seated on the throne, just sending them down, sending those, Lord God, sending down those spiritual gifts, Father God, that are not of this world to enable us, empower us to do your work, Father. We don't deserve it, Father God. We are unworthy servants, Father God. We are not worthy of this work, Father. But you've chosen, Lord God, you've chosen us, Father, for this work. And you've chosen, Father God, freely to share these supernatural spiritual gifts with us, Father God. Lord God, for the building up of the body of Christ, for our own joy to be complete. So, Lord God, we just say yes. We say yes. We receive it. We raise our hands, Father God, and and just submission to you. Say, Lord, we receive it. We worship you. We praise you. We glorify you. We say yes to you, whatever it costs, whatever it is, Father God. No matter how uncomfortable we are, Father God, we are going to get out of our comfort zones, Father God, Lord Jesus, and stand up for your cause, Father God. Do your work, Father God. Do your will daily, Lord Jesus. And not just when we get to that goal Z, to that, Lord God, that objective A, B, C, we want to be faithful to that now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We don't care if they criticize us. We don't care what their opinion is, Father God. We just cast that all out and in the name of Jesus. We deny ourselves. We take up our cross, Father, whatever that is, Father. And we follow you daily, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord God, your cross shows us a goal, Father God. And also shows us an objective that we can carry daily to do whatever it is you would ask us to do, Father. We do deny ourselves, Father, this morning. We do say yes to you. We do surrender to you, Father. Just power people up, Father. Lord God, unite the fire. Just break the ice. Mm. Break the ice this morning in Jesus' name, Father God. Mm. Fan the flame. Ignite the flame. Some people just need that flame to be ignited. Hallelujah. And acquire the fire, but to keep it. Keep it Keep it burning, Father. Keep that flame. Hallelujah. Keep fanning that flame in the name of Jesus, Father God. Lord God, I just declare, Father, all those who have grown cold to be just to get hot for you this morning. Mm. Get consumed for you. You are consuming fire. Hallelujah. Your fire never burns out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. We want to be excited about you. We love you, Father, first and foremost over all things, Father. We just fall in love with you this morning. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, yes, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Anybody else wants prayer? There's time. We're in his time this morning, hallelujah. We're in his time, not our time. Come on now. Anybody's to be healed this morning. We just declare you healed immediately in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 